and I'm Emma Gordon. With many of us looking to be more considered towards our wardrobe purchases and looking for a more sustainable way to enjoy fashion, we wanted to find out more about how we might achieve this. We're thrilled to have Sasha Newell, founder of My Wardrobe HQ, joining us today to hear all about this leading fashion rental platform where you can rent and buy designer clothes and accessories. So, Sasha, first of all, can you give us a little intro into My Wardrobe HQ and, and tell us um, we know that it's a rental agency, but but tell us about it and how a little bit of an overview of how it works, and as lot as well as that, why you felt that there was a, a need for this um, in the market right now. So, my wardrobe HQ is a fashion rental, actually, and resale marketplace. Um, and the way that we work is we secure stock from brands who've got distressed stock. You know. There are a lot of brands that carry excess stock and want to find an outlet for it that they, where they can monetize it. So we work with brands. We also work with individuals who've got incredible wardrobes and, again, would like to make a bit of extra money out of them. So everything's available with a rent or a buy price on it. And when you, as a visitor, you can just you click on rent if you want to rent something. You click on buy if you want to buy it. Um, it's delivered to you by courier. It's kind of a similar shopping experience to Net-A-Porter uh, or Matches. So, um, yeah, super easy to use. And the prices are really keen because obviously on the resale pieces, um, that, that many of them are up to 80% off the original retail. And who do you see as your main renter or, or shopper? We, it sort of divides quite firmly into two camps. But on the younger end of the market, we've got the millennial crowds who are very au fait with the sharing economy already um, it's very much sort of culturally part of what they do so they value access over ownership and the concept of experience is not things so the experience of carrying a chanel bag is perhaps more exciting than the experience of going into primark and buying 10 items so yeah. this is yeah yeah so that's very much the millennial market and then um, at the other end of the scale, we've got the slightly older girls like me, um, where we've got overflowing wardrobes. Um, we've bought everything first time, every trend first time around. And now we're looking at things thinking, well, we kind of want to update our wardrobes, uh, but we know it's a fleeting moment. And some things, you know, you buy iconic pieces that will last forever, but there'll be some trend pieces that are really fun to wear, but you're very happy to give back and not have the credit card heartache. So, um, yeah, so basically a nice division between millennials. And then I don't even know what, I, I think Gen, Gen X probably yeah. is it my age range yes yeah yeah definitely um, and especially you know as you mentioned um sort of for my generation anyway having a lot of special occasion pieces much as I I love them uh, the, the cost involved um is is pretty hefty isn't it when you feel like you're only going to to wear it a handful of times and um, but but what happens talk us through you know some of the sort of common commonly asked questions that people might have about you know if you've um, ordered something that you know you then don't like or what happens and um, if you if you damage it or those sorts of sort of yeah absolutely they're the first 
questions actually that pretty much everybody asks so uh because whichever side you're on whether you're lending your stuff or whether you're borrowing you sort of want to know exactly where you stand so um the easy one on the returns everything has ribbons when it arrives and as long as it's returned to us with the ribbons still on then refunds are as normal as with any other e-com uh sites whether it's rental or whether it's sale um on the damage scenarios Touchwood, we've been incredibly lucky. We've never had a single instance of anything being kind of willfully damaged. I think people are incredibly careful when they're using other people's items. Um, having said that, you know, accidents do happen. In the, in the main, if it's fair wear and tear, so for example, it's a pair of shoes where um, the soles are going to be scuffed because they're simply being worn, that's absolutely fair, fair wear and tear. There's no issues around that. Um, if somebody, you know, borrows a wedding dress and then her guests do a trash trash the dress um, moment, which is a thing in, at some weddings, that would be a different scenario. In that case, everything's marked with the buy price. So um, whoever's borrowing knows exactly how much they're going to be into if there is any damage caused. But um, where we've been very careful is to make sure the buy price is significantly discounted from the original RRP. So it's not massively painful if anything horrendous does go wrong. But I have to say, it's, it's all sounding quite dark. 90% of the time, people keep items because they've had three or four compliments. They felt amazing renting and wearing something. And they decide, actually, this is something that could really work in my wardrobe. So we do actually get about a 70% keep rate. But that's based on the positive as opposed to anything anything negative going on yeah it's such a different feeling wearing clothes uh which are, are very high end and and the feeling that you get putting putting one of those pieces on is is quite wonderful isn't it we've chatted briefly about weddings and as events and weddings um hopefully start to happen um again soon what occasions do you feel, Sasha, work best for my wardrobe HQ? Is it everyday office casual looks or for something more special? We do have something for everyone. I mean, I, I'm just thinking of, it's obviously event wear, absolutely, it makes perfect sense. We've got some incredible gowns, you know, the Versace red carpet gowns that were originally three, £4,000. They're £28 a night rent. You know, you would be insane not to consider that as an option for those kind of one-off wear statement dresses. Um, on the more everyday side, I mean, I, I did, oh God, the COVID Paris Fashion Week, probably the famous one that everyone mm -hmm. remembers. When COVID started, I was actually there. So I hired, you know, lots of really sort of everyday, or everyday fashion girl items because it's not staples in my wardrobe and I wanted to feel a bit more put together for fashion week. Um, and so that was things like jump sh jumpsuits, handbags, shoes, boots, um, sheepskin coats. Um, so, you know, we, we have a wide range of stock. We've got something around 14,000 items currently um, under management. So there's plenty to choose from. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and what about, I know you've mentioned holidays as well. And, and, you know, that's not the everyday, but equally, you know, it's not a statement dress. So you, you, you do that as we cover all, all of the, the holiday dilemmas. Absolutely. So um, we work actually with a number of stylists who specialise in holiday planning for people. Um, and whether you're going to Saint-Tropez, Ibiza, Mykonos, they all have a similar look, but there's a slight twist on it. So Ibiza is going to be slightly more boho. 
Saint-Tropez is, you know, very couture, super sexy. Mykonos is a slightly more laid back, but still a very sexy look. You know, these these are not garments you would necessarily buy to wear in London or in the in the UK for nights out, but work perfectly as a holiday wardrobe. And, th- and that's where, you know, rental really makes sense. So, you know, super short um, Zimmerman dresses, for example, or... Um, Love Shack Fancy, you know, you wouldn't necessarily want them in your wardrobe for UK living, but actually when you're somewhere hot with a, with a tan, they really work. Yeah. I feel, I'm, I'm feeling sort of like I want to sort of head there now and, and, and peer through all, all the closets. It's, it's so exciting and liberating to chat about all these beautiful things. What's your favourite piece, Sasha? Um, I, I'm old school, so, and I, and I have become quite aware of the, uh, sort of retention of value. It's, it's very interesting to see brands that, that really do retain, um, their value. It is generally accessories that, um, if you're going to splurge, that, that's where they, that's where it makes the most sense. So, um, I, there are, I mean, ready to wear, actually, there is one brand that's really bucking the trend on ready to wear, where the resale and the uh, rental prices are so high um, because it's just in such demand, which is Vampire's Wife at the moment. Yeah. I mean, that's just like, it's almost like share trading, you know, that's Bitcoin currently. Um, and then um, on, on the more sort of safe, I suppose, um, if I was investing money and what would be the piece that I'd buy, we have got this incredible, the remember the Perspex, Chanel perfume bag. Yes. So for a Chanel collector, it is the iconic piece. It looks like a bottle of number five, but it's a handbag. Um, and it's they're, they're selling for anything up to £15,000. We've got one for sale in pristine condition in the box for 5000 If you've got the cash, that is the best investment ever because it will 100% only go up in value. And, and what do you rent that out for, Sasha? Or is that, that one's not for rent? That one. I have rented it actually I think it's like 110 or 130 yeah. a night so slightly more pricey because you know there's extra insurance cool. and stuff like that um but yeah it's an incredible piece you get an iconic piece yeah that, yeah. that you might not get yeah. your hands on and, and and you know we touched on sustainability but I, I think we just must hear from you further on this because it's such a kind of key buzzword in retail at the moment and and rightly so. Um, it's incredibly important. And and I guess, you know, we're sort of building up towards the 12th of April when shops open their, their doors again. Um, I, for one, can't wait to, to get back in. There's something about, you know, actually seeing product which um, nothing else can, can replicate. But equally, sustainability, which, which is so key to your business model. Talk, talk to us about why you're passionate about that. Oh, it, it, the whole... Uh, concept the whole was actually born out of sustainability I was working in the car industry trying to cut uh, the amount of cars on the road mm-hmm. and uh, having seen the success that car sharing was having in, in achieving that I actually contacted um, Tina Lake who's the co-founder of the business and um, has extraordinary fashion knowledge talked to her about what I was thinking about and she said straight away yeah I just think that what you're suggesting is a real winner from so many um from so many, so many perspectives, um, not just the sustainability one, but also the um, access over ownership um, and, and actually helping brands, helping brands to trade at lower prices to increase their potential market so that they're, you know, when they're constantly being ripped off by fast fashion brands, they can actually compete with that on a, a, a from a price perspective. 
Um, so she was really excited about it from a number of areas. But obviously for me, it was it, 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 it always started from sustainability and reducing the fast fashion flow. Um, and, and I think that's, that's the key thing about what we're doing is um, as a designer, you can now compete on price with really accessible high street stores. Um, and, and, I, and I think it's slightly depressing the idea that you have to fully stop consuming, which is unfortunately what we do, we are going to have to do if we're going to reverse the damage that's already been done to the climate and there's all sorts of suggestions out there that seem incredibly outlandish like um, there was one proposal that went forward to the government where um, a company was suggesting that everybody is allocated one dress that can be dressed in 30 different ways and that we should all only have this one dress and wear it until it wears out and then we get another dress which you know of course would reduce consumerism but I mean what kind of police state will we be living in where we have to wear a uniform and we think that sounds outlandish now but in a few years time as damage accelerates you know who knows what's going to be brought in so you know to, to have something that, that allows you to keep the fun in fashion and to be able to get dressed up and enjoy it but do it in a guilt-free way that's the holy grail and we've got all of these assets with you know the internet we've got incredible brands we've got um the, uh, full supply chain transparency let's combine all of that and produce something that creates a virtuous circle rather than the kind of death spiral that we're in at the moment with the fast fashion industry. And um, no more so now are we going to enjoy dressing up. I mean, I think we're going to be dressing up for all occasions when we're allowed to. Um, I think we're going to be elevating our style, definitely moving forward when we're allowed to be out and about. We've, we've chatted about ladies fashion but does my wardrobe also deal with kids and and I know that you've got a a new brand on board for for men's style too yeah absolutely so for kids wear we've got all all the really well-known ones so Bonpoir, Marie Chantel, Molo's got some really fantastic kids wear brands because it's it's a total no-brainer you know kids are growing and some of these items are absolutely useful but they're 600 pounds for a dress that's literally the size of a tea cloth um which blows my mind slightly having had boys rather than girls um but yeah so beautiful and people obviously a sharing makes sense again you know if you've invested in a few really beautiful pieces for your children why not rent and resell them and recoup some money and then um we actually offer a credit system that you can then keep your um your funds within my wardrobe and actually augment them uh by taking credits over cash um and then on the men's side uh yeah we've launched with bell staffs so we wanted to do something very different to the traditional tuxedo rentals which are quite a big market actually already for menswear um so we thought what's well, you know absolutely the opposite of that and yeah a bell staff kind of built for life jackets yeah so the idea is again just encouraging people to trade up so you know the rental is almost a try before you buy so try try bell staff they're built for life once you've bought a bell stuff leather jacket you won't buy 10 other cheap copies yes mm. you're, you're you're sold exactly yeah yeah and um in terms of what you've got coming up so bell stuff's obviously a really exciting partnership that that you've just launched and um, is there anything coming this summer that you can talk to us about any any new brands or things that um, people listening can can look forward to yeah, we have a super fun one, which I don't know if you girls are, are, are old enough to remember, but Coco Rhythm was a fantastic yeah. little boutique, chain of boutiques um, back in probably the late 90s, I want to say early 2000s. 
Um, and the founder moved to Australia, took the brand over there, but we're doing a capsule collection of really wow dresses that are available only for rental. So think you know, the Jean-Baptiste Valley tool kind of hugely over the top. You were talking about any excuse to dress up. I'm there. These will fulfill every opportunity. You know, you can go to Tesco in them with a pair of trainers and look absolutely fabulous. Uh, I loved Cocoa Ribbon. I lived near that boutique back in the day and it was just the go-to place, wasn't it? So it, it's got real kind of sex in the city connotations. Some of those pretty and Colette Dinnigan was one of my favourite designers that they that they stopped. So I'm, I'm excited to see yeah. what you get from, from them. That's, that's great news. Um, and what about the, the direction that, that you think my wardrobe's going in um, as we kind of come out of what must have been such a difficult year for you um, as it has been for, for everybody in, in different ways? But um, talk to us about you know, what your hopes are um, for the future and, and over the next few years. Um, it's been yeah, a really interesting time and I think a lot of a lot of brands particularly have sort of reassessed their strategies for the future of retail. You know, the high street has changed in the last year beyond recognition. Lots of our favourite stores are not going to be open up, up again or they've changed ownership. So when they do open up, they're going to be in a completely different guise. You know, we all love Topshop on Oxford Street that's gone which seems you know slightly heartbreaking um so you know life is going to be very different when we come back and one of the things that um the brands have been talking to us about is is actually licensing our tech so that uh they can offer rental and resale directly through their platforms so for my wardrobe that will be quite a big part of our future i think which is worth working just as a service provider to third party brands as well as running our own consumer business um as well and growing the stock on there growing the messaging, really, really encouraging people to consider rental as an as a, an immediate option. So when they're shopping, because they know that they've got a big night out, am I going to pop to the high street? Am I going to look online to buy it somewhere or shall I rent it? You know, we'd love to be that third consideration. Um, yeah, and that's what we're working for towards over the, over the next year. Well, it's already very much in my conscience to, and, uh, to make, to make, those sort of a, a new way, a new way of wearing clothes. I'm so excited to to having spoken to you this morning. We've loved having a, a style natter, haven't we, Camilla? Yeah, this morning thank you so much. It's, it's yeah, as, as Emma says, it's it's a really interesting concept that I think we all need to to look into and be more mindful of. What's the best way of finding out more about you, and where where can we find out more about my wardrobe? So best to visit the website is probably the easiest. That has all the frequently asked questions and so on on there. So it's www.mywardrobehq.com. And then um, equally do DM us on Instagram. Please follow. The Instagram is mywardrobe underscore HQ. We have have lots of news and announcements on there. Um, And we do have a customer services uh, hotline that's open between nine and five. So if you do want to call and chat to anyone, particularly brides we have a bridal fairy godmother who is there to fulfill all of your needs um so yeah please do get in touch great i mean for brides as well we, d- we didn't mention that earlier that that's a, a whole new area which is is fantastic to hear about thank you so much yeah. sasha lovely thank you so much for your time have a great weekend thank you so you much too. have a wonderful weekend bye bye bye